following program may contain forced language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have Paul Bisco, the founder of TunamiFaithful.com. And it's it's just us. It's just us. Darrell literally left us moments ago because he surprisingly was available briefly at the same time as the both of us, but he had something come up, so uh, our thoughts are with Darrell. Yes. He's he's going through some stuff right now. Oh yes, and vibes. Speaking of going through stuff, I kind of had work on Monday, so that kind of screwed everything up. Plus, yep. Caboose had his had something done with his teeth. So yeah, Caboose has had like teeth serious, serious, serious teeth problems. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 not fun, and nope. he's really out of it. So no, no Caboose. So you're actually hearing this podcast recorded. Sorry, it's not live, but delayed. We are here on the. Uh, oh no! In two minutes, it will be Toonami's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it was. It was. Uh, well, at least in my time zone, we are on the eve of Toonami's twenty-first birthday, and that means Toonami's old enough to drink. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna look and see if I can find a picture of Tom like drinking. That would be awesome. <laughs> Somebody's had to have done this over the years. Someone has. Yeah. It doesn't seem like they're going to really do much of anything to celebrate this. It looks like uh, on pre-flight they, they ran the uh, that music video that they, they did a while back with the different animation and Tom in a mech suit for Paul. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Just, just just make it happen. We'll we'll all be happy. It's yeah. Fine. So they'll probably play that again, just because. But other than maybe some kind of on-air acknowledgement, it doesn't seem like they're doing anything for their birthday. Which that's all right. You don't have to celebrate every year. Though one might think that the twenty-first would be noteworthy. <laughs> but they went big for the twentieth, so that. That's fine. As uh, I, I think uh, Josh Knighton put it when uh, people were talking about this on Twitter, you know, only pretentious people celebrate their birthday themselves every year. <laughs> we should be celebrating it for them. That's oh, right. That's right, yeah. Ah, that makes sense. But, you know, I always like the idea of something like, it's Toonami's birthday, but you're getting the presents. <laughs> But we're not getting any presents. Not this time. Or maybe we are, but not this week. Yeah, let's talk about that just a little bit. Um, So, what, we have, like, two shows ending at the same time. Pretty much, almost. More or less. Outlaw Star ends this week. 
and instead of replacing it immediately with another show, which is typically what they do, uh, they are doubling up Cowboy Bebop for the following week on uh, March 24th. So that just is a delay tactic and explains why there was no promotion of any kind for some show replacing Outlaw Star because, boy, people were uh, confused and unnerved and like, are they going to play something and not promote it? And I was like, don't, don't do that. But no, no, all signs point towards to they're probably going to do something ridiculous on April 1st. <laughs> well, Adult Swim definitely will. But whether or not Toonami will was kind of up in the air. But I very much think that Toonami is going to have some kind of prank, and we'll definitely talk about that more at length in a moment. But, yeah, I, I think they're definitely going to do some kind of prank. You know, let's, let's just go into it. Uh, I uh, they Adult Swim's been teasing this Adult Swim Junior thing coming yeah. in spring for a while now like since last fall so that's probably what they're going to do on uh sunday which will be april 1st from 8 p.m until midnight so i think that's probably when they would do adult swim junior but i think toonami will have something else starting at midnight on april 1st i think it would be a really good time to try a comedy since they seem to be interested in dipping into comedy and horror, as they mentioned in their most recent Q&A. Mm. What better night to throw on a comedy randomly than that? I mean, that's a perfect time to test a comedy. Or why not just go crazy and play a bunch of kids' shows that were on Toonami? Well, then that basically would be Tulsa Jr. There you fucking go. <laughs> I, I mean, that would be a that would be amusing. Like I would love a marathon of Hamtaro or oh gosh, Woolen Warriors, <laughs> or something really obscure like Dice. Oh, I mean, I mean they, they could piss off the fans and like have the, Rick the and Morty is, take over. <laughs> uh, I don't think they're gonna do that. No, probably not. They learned their lesson, but that would be but, kind of but, funny. But perhaps in a similar tactic, they might do something like I don't know play the first episode of Fooly Cooly Progressive. Hmm. It's it's possible. They might just do a marathon of Fooly Cooly. I mean they, they could play all the episodes of Fooly Cooly easily and still have a a little extra space. I mean, so they I, could you... do something like play the first episode of Progressive and then play the entire Fooly Cooly first season and then play Progressive again. That would take up four hours yeah I, I mean i didn't think about that but yeah they, they could do that on april fools that's actually not a bad idea um we'll have to see um i feel like whatever they're gonna pick up um and i hate to admit it but they may they may drop an hour of tsunami too that may happen as well um, that actually is a possibility they may... I kind of feel like they only expanded just so that they could play Ghost in the Shell and Cowboy Bebop in a more timely fashion. They were just yeah. impatient about that. I mean, when you have the opportunity to stick Outlaw Star and Cowboy Bebop back to back, why don't you do it? <laughs> oh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's that. I would say it's more probably they wanted to save money. 
<laughs> I mean, well, yeah, they wanted to save money. I mean, the diff- it, it would have either been reruns of comedy or reruns of anime. Right. So they decided to expand Tsunami. Maybe for the long term, maybe not. I I feel like Adult Swim's really lazy with that time after Tsunami, so they may as well just keep letting Tsunami run reruns there, but I don't know. It obviously that last hour is well, actually the three AM hour sometimes beats the two AM hour and that's probably because of DVRs, but right. I digress. It's they don't really need that 3 a.m. hour, so if they chopped it off, no harm, no foul. But I don't know. I don't think they really. I, well, need I mean, I mean, we digit. we've kind of talked about this already. I mean, pretty much we know Tsunami is going to probably have instances where they're going to add time and they're going to take away time. Um, I think what what really is going to matter here, sketch is a if they can't get shows to fill those time slots and B if they have enough money to play. What is it like more Rick and Morty stuff or more family guy stuff or, you know, whatever. They never play family guy after Toonami. What you know what I mean? Like if they, if they're going to pick up something Fox related or not pick it up, but add more stuff that's going to cost them more money. I mean, if they can do that, great. If they can't, then they'll probably play some more Toonami stuff. Um, you know, I I, uh-huh. I, I kind of play on the side of something will obviously replace Gundam, which is coming up in about a month, maybe a month and a half. It should end the yeah. last week of April, yeah. give or take. So the next show would then premiere in May. Right. And I, and I don't think that's going to be the show that they couldn't announce yet. So... That leads me to believe that it's probably going to be something um, something that's going to be playing here soon. Um, if we think about it, probably it would play at one thirty because they don't want to piss people off and move Hunter Hunter. You don't want to piss me off. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, it would be okay if Hunter moved to one thirty. No, no, it stays at one o'clock. Damn it. <laughs> But, um, well, actually, the way that I keep coming home late at night, what'd you say? <laughs> chill, chill. It's okay. As long as it's night, too. Oh, right. that's 2 true. is unacceptable. So, I know I, it's only a half hour later, but doggone it, it's unacceptable. But, I mean, the way that I've been coming home lately, I wouldn't, I guess I wouldn't mind one thirty because I, <laughs> sometimes I get home at that time, so, um. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I mean, I well, obviously, I think we'll we'll get something because, you know, so we lose two shows, we probably would gain, you know, ship it in would move I'm back. Sure we'll get one show. Yeah. Maybe two. Maybe if two. Be run, but yeah, I think so. We'll definitely get one show. I think we'll get, I think we'll get uh, a new show on April seventh. I think that's what's gonna probably. happen. Probably. And hopefully they don't do something stupid like new show premiering at midnight on uh, April, on uh, March 31st, and then don't play it. I hope they, I hope they don't do what I think they're going to do and be fucking assholes and do reverse, (laughs) reverse Toonami and do start it off, like make it like it is Toonami, play some episodes 
And then when it hits midnight, all of a sudden now it's fucking the room. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I mean, they just had that music video on the other week where... Yeah. With Tommy I mean, it's up. pointing that way, isn't it, Sketch? Like, it, that's, it's... that's... They're really uh, stretching the definition of animated music video on that one. Yeah. So, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, dude, if, like, all of a sudden it's fucking, you know... It's, it's complete with tsunami bumps. Oh God, that would oh, oh, oh that makes me. Well, I mean, oh. the internet won't react too harshly because I'm pretty sure Dragon Ball Super will still air. Well, Dragon Ball Super would air, DBZ Kai would air, and Black and Clover Black would, Black. and then everything else would be whatever. So obviously, we're gonna get all that, but. What are we not going to get? <laughs> you know, like... And a lot of people were thinking that I shouldn't say a lot of people, but there were certain people out there thinking, "It's like, huh? Tsunami airs on uh, St. Patrick's Day. Shouldn't they have a Black Clover marathon?" Yeah. Like, well, they could, but they don't need to. And so why bother? Well, that costs them money too, fun. probably. So. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, probably less than airing premieres all night but yeah i'm pretty sure it would have cost money to it's not like cowboy bebop which they probably can play for free and space dandy and you know that that's why that's why yeah. they're doing double bebop and not double ship it in which yes would probably make more sense because they have so many episodes of naruto to get through <laughs> but you know double what bebop because it's the last two episodes and then maybe it's gone or maybe they replay it. I don't know. It'll Either probably way, it'll probably go back into their their little library. So back um, into back into the vault. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I would like them to do some kind of uh, retro tsunami thing, or, or even Maguzi. But the, the thing is, a lot of those old shows aren't even licensed anymore. So I don't know if they could pull that off. I mean. <laughs> Do they hit up? Uh, I think it's TV Tokyo that that owns Hamtaro. I might be wrong, but oh, I don't think they would be that bad. Oh, please hit don't. Hit up TV Tokyo, get Hamtaro. <laughs> please don't. I, please I mean, don't. I'll go hang myself. Joke it before the podcast that uh, with Darrell's like, oh, they should totally play Boba Bo the whole night. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, Boba Bo. I would puke. You know, just I would just puke. hit up Toei's like, can we play Boba Bo for a night? Oh. Oh, yeah, sure, Ooh. whatever. As long as Dragon Ball Super still airs. And there goes my heater, of, as as wonderful as it, this episode is. <laughs> eh, it'll be fine. Um. So, yeah, so we'll find out what's going to happen. Uh, but speaking yeah. of bad news, that I guess that was okay news. Now we have bad that, news. That, that was we're un, too, uh, un, undetermined news. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see it, what happens. It's uh, it it is what it is. It is alarming <laughs> to see them just double up a show instead of introducing a new one. But right. it was right before a week when they were probably going to preempt everything after midnight anyway. So let's just see what happens. And uh, I am optimistic that we will get at least one new show out of this. Probably whatever they've been not been able to play yet that was supposed to replace Lupin and uh yeah 
It seems probable that that could be a little show called ReZero, which Funimation will be releasing on DVD for Crunchyroll in June. So if Toonami started playing it then, they would pretty much get it out before the first box set. Hmm. So did it play? Did it play on Crunchyroll? Yeah, like two years ago. That was but, the English dub too, the, or the, the, no? The dub is new. They they just oh, dubbed it. Okay. So it would be it. See, that's what that's what I don't get. Like sometimes Crunchyroll will play. Now, obviously, we know Crunchyroll plays pretty much sub shows. Yes, they do play some dub, but it's not a lot. And it's always surprised me when they play a show that's on Crunchyroll, and then they dub it. But it doesn't play on Crunchyroll. <laughs> does, well, that make, does that make sense? If all, if all of that stuff ends up, all, if all the subs end up on Crunchyroll, it's only fair if all the dubs right. end up on Funimation. And yet, that's not entirely what happens because stuff like Kisniver, uh, that ended up going to. Well, I guess that's technically an Aniplex license. So yeah, Aniplex dubs still show up on Crunchyroll yeah. and Discotech owned dubs show up on Crunchyroll, so it's... But anything that's like the Crunchyroll Funimation partnership, obviously Funimation gets it, and I still don't know how Lupin ended up on Funimation, but it did. <laughs> I mean, it was it, it was, what, two or three episodes behind Tsunami, so I guess that's not bad. But... No, that wasn't a problem at all. It's but, you just... know, it is what it is. So. I'm just... I'm not entirely sure how that ended up happening because Funimation didn't license that show. <laughs> so, and uh, speaking about Toonami, yeah. Speaking about Toonami, uh, I think Sketch probably talked about this in the Lupin episode. But uh, for those of you that did not hear, Toonami Asia is yeah. going to die. Um, and when I say it's going to die, it's not going to die. From what they're telling me. And I, I surprisingly talk to them more than I do our tsunami. Um, from what I, from what the, what they said, it's the channel is going to be dead. But as far as maybe tsunami showing back up as like a block, that's still a possibility in the future. Um, so uh, I, I wasn't really told. Uh, well, first of all, the official statement that you saw on TsunamiFable.com showed up on their Twitter and Facebook page, I think. So, if you were thinking that I just pulled that out of my ass, that's not me pulling it out of my ass. It's actually them. <laughs> I like to make that very clear because sometimes people think that I make stuff up. No, no. No, no. I didn't make it up. That was their official statement. Um, second of all... Uh, Tsunami Asia, we, we've heard reports from a smaller site in India, I think it is, um, or something over there in the Asian slash Indian market uh, that was saying that the reason why Tsunami died is dying over there is because they couldn't get the money to support it, um, which is kind of hard to believe, Sketch, because I don't, mm. I mean, I, I don't know with it being a kids channel like how it, how hard it would be to do that because as far as i know like netflix doesn't advertise right over there or do they 
I have no idea. Because see, that's 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 kind of the confusion. Like, I I don't I don't ever know if like Netflix here in the United States is the same as Netflix over there. You know what I mean? Like, is it? Do they always not play commercials, or are there certain markets that they do play commercials? You know what I mean? So I would love to know that part. But anyways, um. Apparently, that might be the reason. They didn't give me a reason. Um, so, Wasn't it said somewhere that, uh, that the Toonami channels in Asia were like the lowest rated channels that too. from Cartoon Network Asia? It's, yeah. That stings. Yeah, I don't understand how that happened either because... Well, I guess Asia's just catching up with America in that regard. <laughs> Yeah, but but it's it's kind of weird, Sketch, because you had a lot of the stuff. I mean, if you think about it, and um, if if you look at what Toonami Asia had, it had a lot of stuff from what you see on Disney XD, um, Nickelodeon. Not when I say Nickelodeon, I don't mean like you know Nickelodeon, um, like more of the anime that played on Nickelodeon. Uh, more of the shows that they had, like Iron Man, for example, they had that on the Nicktoons channel. That was on Toonami yeah. Asia. Um, stuff like that is what I'm saying. Uh, stuff that we couldn't play anymore that played on the Cartoon Network version, like Megas XLR, uh, Symbionic Titan, Thundercats. Um, so for me, it was like this is like a this is like a kid's dream come true. But I mean, if they were that like underrated like i just i don't know i mean maybe and i hate to say this but i know they were trying to stick away from not having tom because of, of the adult version that they, we have here now but maybe they should have tried to do like a tom like version for that tsunami it may have done a lot better i mean maybe I, so i think ultimately the problem is they're just wasn't content to keep it going because look look at Cartoon Network they haven't produced an action show in years well and and, and I don't and th- Warner Brothers the only thing they've done is that Justice League action which are you know half half hour episodes right and there were like 52 of those produced that's not a lot of content and that's like all they've done so, well, I mean, they, there's just no output for action animation. Yeah, but they, it's, it's going to hurt overseas just as much as it hurts in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, I, I think what ultimately kind of hurt them was maybe they may have. Yeah, they may they may have gone through these shows rather quickly. But like for me, if you're playing these shows once a week. Like, you're not really... There's a lot of shows that they had, Sketch. So, it kind of, to me, was like, huh. How did they... And, and maybe maybe that's why, like... Maybe it was Dragon Ball Super that, that fucked them over ultimately in the end. I mean, maybe it was that much uh, money. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe. But, but and, that I, Dragon Ball Super top didn't apparently even get to Frieza. <laughs> And and here's here's the thing that kills me about that is, um, I believe Dragon Ball Z Kai 
the version that they heard over there was the Funimation version. So yep. here's the pr- that's the problem that I've always had with it was why would you go from the Dragon Ball Z Kai version of Funim- the Funimation version to a different version of Super? Like that made to me made no sense. Like you should have just been like let's give it to Funimation, let's get this going and dude, I think they would have done a lot better. Sincerely possible. I mean, I hate to I, I hate to say that, but it might have been a reverse problem for them with Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking at their their schedule here, and uh, they they do have a handful of other shows. They've got some Canadian stuff like Exchange Student Zero, and yeah, I've never heard of Geist Crusher before. Uh, they had the Jowling Chronicles, which I don't, I don't, uh, did that air in the U.S.? I think maybe it did. <clears throat> and of course, they got all the Warner Brothers stuff because they can have it. <laughs> yeah. And they got Ben 10, and they got Generator Rex, and I don't, I don't see Megas or Symbionic Titan on here currently, but they used to have them. I think they I don't have... see DBZ anymore. They just have Dragon Ball Super, and considering they only have, like, 13 episodes of that, that's, uh... Yeah, that's, that's not much. <laughs> I mean, I I think that they had, um, and Wakfu. That was a uh, was a big show for them. Wakfu. Well, they got the the dragons show. They had Digimon too. the The newest version of Digimon. Did they? I think so. Um, I well, think they, they had Yokai. Yeah, watch. yeah. I don't think they had Yokai Watch. So, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, it's like I said. I, I think, I think the fact that there's so few kids' cartoons being made worldwide, I mean, particularly action adventure cartoons. I think that's that finally caught up to them. Uh, th- thankfully, Toonami France seems to be going strong. They just picked up My Hero Academia. They got Dragon Ball Super over there in the French dub, which is well well beyond what the. Uh, Asia Toonami's got. Right. Well, remember too, they're they're also a uh, they're just a block. They're not a channel. So Well that's a block. Yes. Wait, I thought there was a channel over there too. Uh no, it's just a block. Um uh. the let's see, I think I think India was yeah, India was just a block, which kind of confuses me as as why that got cancelled when it was a block, but whatever. Um uh. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of sad to see that go. Um, it's, it's like I said, well, in in the U.S., action cartoons are like dying, not dying. They're they are totally dying. Or they go to towards Netflix. Yeah, well, you got all these. It's it's like these companies have come to realize. Hmm, I don't think kids watch action cartoons anymore, but. Teenagers and young adults, yeah. I bet we could get them to buy into our streaming services if we offered more of that. You know, so that's DC's doing. That's what Disney's doing for Marvel. Right. Obviously, Vol- Voltron, man. Voltron. Oh, I was going to talk about that in a minute, actually. It's, it's got, what, it's on its fifth season, though some of them are very short seasons. Yeah. Can I, can I have, <laughs> can I have like two minutes for about that? <laughs> can I bitch about this for like two minutes, please? Just don't spoil anything. I'm not no, gonna... no, no. I'm not going to spoil anything. 
Um, okay. It's about these six episode seasons of Ultron. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just, bananas. like, okay, so the first two seasons, they did, what was it? It was 12 to 13 episode seasons, and uh-huh. it, it flows really well, wonderfully. Um, and you don't, like, and it's the same now that they've split it up into six, and let me let me start by saying this season three and season four i just consider that season three this one i can season i can i consider as season four honestly Uh if we're going to be honest because it doesn't feel like a new season and that's part of the problem i have with it um i understand what netflix is trying to do but netflix i hate to say it sketch this might be surprising coming out of my mouth but I think they're trying to be tsunami in this kind of aspect. They're trying to put out a limited amount of episodes, get your interest, and then you'll be back in what three months in June to see the 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 last part of the season. My problem with that is is yeah, if you were playing this like tsunami, where you were, and I'm not saying that they're trying to be tsunami. I'm just I'm I'm kind of joking about that. I mean, they're trying to like give you a little bit every but not give you the whole thing and bring you back to watch it kind of thing it's it's almost as if they they want their binge model but they also want to make it smaller chunks yeah so they're trying to have their cake and eat it too and part of me likes that because i don't want to have to binge a full season of voltron Hmm. every every so often i mean i'd like to kind of space it out but if you're gonna do that why don't you just do weekly uploads exactly why why even put up six at a time exactly like why not just sure you can watch it in whatever time frame you want but it's like it it, there's always the pressure from everybody's like oh did you watch all the new season of Ultron? i was like no i didn't have time to watch six episodes of something this weekend (laughs) exactly and 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 that's what kills me is like with any uh, like if of any show that netflix has currently right now they could play this they could do this one episode a time and i think it would actually it would actually work in this model um, and I think that they should going forward try to test this because, you know, you see like, for example, and it still isn't out and I, I still don't understand this, but the, uh, the DC comics streaming service, that's eventually going to be coming out. They've pulled all, I think they've pulled everything off of there. Um, I know young, I think young justice is gone. If I remember uh-huh. correctly. Did I I I, I want to say Justice League is gone too, right? Yeah, I believe Justice League went sometime last year. Right. So they've pulled a lot of those good shows off of Netflix to put on their their service. So Netflix, I feel like, is starting to hurt a little bit in the uh, the action cartoon part. Whereas, I mean, the only thing they have really right now is either anime or Voltron. And I think because Voltron is so popular and everybody likes this show, whether it be the youngest kid or our age in their 30s, um, I, I honestly think that they need to kind of try a model where you're doing this. And by the way, you know, I've always thought about this too. Like, I think Netflix 
really should start doing commercials. I know people would bitch about that, but even like a, for example, on the adult swim app, they play one, they play one ad before the show starts. I don't know if you, have you, have you used the adult swim app sketch? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's wonderful. So they Uh, play one episode before the episode starts. They play it at, in the middle of the episode where there's an ad break. Yeah. It's it. And I think that model, that model has been working for Hulu. That's why Hulu does so well because they use this model. Um, I mean, Hulu's a little bit different because I think, what is it? They, I think it's two or three times they have commercials. I don't really mind it, but some people do mind that kind of thing. Uh, I think, I think the, the adult swim version is what I'm calling it, uh, would work for Netflix. Um, because I feel like they, they just, I don't know. I mean, they have a lot of subscribers worldwide sketch, but I just feel like at a certain point when you're starting to hear, you know, like Disney almost bought Netflix, for example, you're kind of sitting there going, what does that mean exactly? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what does that mean? That means Disney has a lot of money. <laughs> no, no, but, but that could also mean in business. You know what that means to me as, as somebody that's in, that's, has a business degree that mm. means that so, that there's they're bleeding money somewhere because so does that mean you think uh time warner is bleeding money and that's why they're trying to merge with at&t i think i think that time warner i know we're going off on a little different topic here but i, I do feel like time warner has kind of stretched themselves thin but I don't think it's the whole thing. I think Adult Swim is successful for them. I think that, to a certain extent, Cartoon Network is successful for them. But it also kind of gives me, makes me think that because they're not making so many new shows with Cartoon Network now, that it's not as successful as sometimes they. They're put actually it out to making be. quite a few currently. Are they? Yeah, they just uh, they just announced uh, some more pickups. They they picked up Infinity Train. They picked up Vincent and Valentino. I guess uh, they just started Apple and Onion. They got Craig of the Creek coming this year. I think those are all shitty Actually, shows, by the way. But <laughs> some of those, um, but you know, I guess well, what it is. Well, Paul, you're an adult. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but and you know what? We we grew up sketch. We were lucky. We grew up with some good shows, okay? Um, we grew up. I I will I will I will defend this to my death. We grew up in the best era of television. Oh God, yes, wonderful age. We, our generation, is the one that is allowed to judge all other generations of television. Yes, because we grew up in the best. I I completely agree. It with cannot you. be questioned. We had the best of the old, the best mm-hmm. of the new, mm-hmm. the best of the modern. We had it all. Yeah. And now we're going to have a bunch of networks doing their own streaming service. I mean, I see that coming by the time within the next 10 to 20 years. And oh my God, like I just sketch, I just sit here and I go like at that point, you're going to want to go back to cable because cable's going (laughs) to, it's just going to be just as much money to, to get the stream, like five different stream or yeah. Like it's gonna be just as as much to to do that than to get all these services, you know. And look, cable itself is not that expensive. It's just you have to throw Bundle in it. internet with it. Yeah, 
and internet is what's expensive. That yeah. that ugh, freaking Comcast charge you eighty dollars a month for just internet. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I, I, for me, like Netflix, Netflix needs to kind of do something better with with Voltron. And by the way, I know that I know that Netflix owns Voltron, but. If there's any show, and and this this is there's a lot of shows on Netflix that that are this way too, like this is the type of show that maybe you should try to shop out and get some money for, you know, at other networks. You know, um, I'm sure Nick Tunes would love to play Voltron again. You know, I I'm sure even Tsunami would be interested in this version of, of Voltron. I love it. I think it's a great show. It should have been on Tsunami, honestly. Um, I will give that a pass. You can you can play the this I don't even think I don't even think it's I would say it's a young teen version. I wouldn't even go as far as it being a kid show because it, it can get violent at times. It can get some there's some violence oh, yeah. in there. Oh yeah. Um The humor is kind of childish at and, points, but and it, it, yeah. And, it's and, it's come on. There's already kid shows on Toonami. Yeah. Let's not let's not pretend otherwise. Exactly. Dragon Ball Super, Black Clover. Thundercats. <laughs> Thundercats was on there. Symbiotic Titan was going. Yeah. I mean, I don't need to really go on with this. But the point that I'm trying to make here is, you know, Voltron kind of needs to if they're going to if you're going to do six episodes, just take the extra step. Say it's gonna debut on this day, and every time on say a Friday night at Three o'clock Eastern, midnight Pacific. Because guess what? It's never midnight Eastern. I'm sorry. It's never midnight Eastern. Um, I'm I'm sorry to say that, but that's the truth. Um, all you got to do is just, boom, you know, just do it once a week, and I think that would I think that would be more successful for a show like Voltron than it would be the other one. Because it gets you get to that sixth episode, and then you're like okay <laughs> like now what now what like this there's not like Hoping any I have like, to wait a long time for more <laughs> you know how like you know like how some shows like they get to like a oh what is it like a season break yeah like a season break and there's like a like a conflict and you're like oh my god i can't wait for this to come it's not even that and i'm not saying and by the way that doesn't take away from the show it doesn't take away from the show because the show wonderfully animated uh the cast, the voice cast is wonderful. Um, the storyline is wonderful as well. It's just, there's, if they're going to do the seasons the way that they are, they should just make that, make that sixth episode compelling and be like, Oh shit. I need to stream those, those six or seven new episodes that are coming in June. You know what I mean? Like, and then it's not. And, I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write an article about this because it's it's one of those things that bothers me about what Netflix is trying to do. Either do it the right way, or just do just put all 13 episodes out. That's the way. That's the way I feel about it. And you'll hear from me about that soon. So, yeah. But uh, we're not here for all of that. We're here for a different reason tonight. Uh, uh we're we're not even done with the news beats quite yet. Yeah. <laughs> As uh, just the other day, uh, a new Twitter account was formed for fully oh, yes. progressive and alternative. That's at FLCL underscore USA. 
So that's the Twitter. That's where you'll be able to get some news. And there is more news for FLCL Progressive coming next week. Hmm. That's actually before the Chicago convention where they're going to be showing some stuff off. Yeah. Exciting. It's very exciting. He's coming. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So should be good. good. And they got rid of that, that controversy with the headphones. So there's that. (laughs) She still has the headphones though. Yeah. Uh, apparently uh, somehow they just came to an agreement about something. I I'm, I'm assuming that probably, like I said before, I'm, I'm assuming that it had nothing to do with tsunami. They didn't know what was going on it, and when they found out they went uh do you guys want to take care of this please because <laughs> this doesn't look good on us and you know apparently behind the scenes quietly they took care of it so i see well so. <laughs> maybe they'll be uh selling a official fully coolie cat ear headphones because apparently be there's some uh, merchandise on the way. Yeah. The at the Toho store they they already got some previews for some stuff. By the and, way, and Tsunami has mentioned that they are planning on bringing out a lot of fully coolie swag for uh for the big launch. By the way, have you noticed have you noticed that Jason's been talking about the fact that he's working on a, a lot of projects? Yeah. Have you been noticing that? Like I'm I'm kind of interested. I mean, obviously one of those projects is probably has to do with this Adult Swim Fest that was announced today. Today or yesterday. Um uh-huh. but I was <coughs> I'm wondering like how much that has to do with Tsunami. Well, we'll find out. There's uh <laughs> probably uh some interesting stuff going to happen to Tsunami on uh, April 1st and uh, around that time. So <laughs> we'll see we, what happens. We, 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 we shall see. But yeah, yeah. so we're here for... It was a roundabout conversation. Yeah. <laughs> now I mean, let us walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> I mean, I never get to have my way with you, Sketch, so there you go. <laughs> uh, see. Let us walk like an Egyptian to our main topic, which is giving some love to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stardust Crusaders, which recently wrapped up its first half and is now a couple of, uh, about four episodes into its second half. One, two, three. Yeah, four episodes. Yep. The Egyptian arc, the, the Egypt arc. So let me ask you a question, because I've been wondering about this. Mm-hmm. So Dio creates all these stand users. Is, am I correct about this? I think I think I think uh, I think Dio is able to give stands to people. I think that's how that works. Because mm-hmm. they were talking about how he's rounded up nine more people. Yeah. yeah. That's no, what I was but, trying to but wonder. The tarot cards, trying to figure out, I should there's say. There's nothing left but the world. Oh. Well, 
apparently still plenty of stands to go around. By the way, I felt I when I when I was watching that earlier tonight, uh, I feel like I feel like we're playing Yu-Gi-Oh or something because <laughs> nine Egyptian god cards. I'm like, oh, here we go. Oh god. <laughs> You haven't even gotten to Darby yet. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so that's uh the cards. Cards will be a factor. So you know, right off the bat, we have you know nine more people, and then they <laughs> see. I, I didn't. I, I didn't. I saw not last week's episode, but the week before, and I'm sitting there going, "Okay, what is? Why is this dog like all of a sudden important?" So I watched it tonight, and I'm like, oh, that's why the dog's important. I'm like, okay. so He has a useful stand. Which is hilarious, mind you. But The, the fool. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, oh, Iggy. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, let's drill back, because we haven't, I feel like we talked about Stardust Crusaders right when it started, but as a. Uh, as a recap for for those not in the know, this uh, this arc starts out with a now adult Joseph Joestar, who's probably a bit, if not a lot, racist. <laughs> he uh, shows up in Japan to meet with his grandson, who's recently been incarcerated because. Jesus, we're going he's, all the way he, that far back? Yeah, he's, he's kind <laughs> of been... Uh, he, he jailed himself because he doesn't understand this evil spirit that allows him to do things like steal things from his cell. And uh, it's it's weird in his eyes. He just wants to stay away from people because he doesn't know what's up with that. But Joseph Joestar shows up and says, no, that's a stand, and it's uh, it's a personification of your power, and, you know, yada, yada. And uh, here's Optal. He has one, too, and we'll get you out of this cell, and we'll take you home, and you're fine. Don't worry about it. But there's evil afoot. And he, he informs him that, that Dio is great-grandfather's rival Dio back from the Phantom Blood arc. He is the cause of all these stands. And it turns out that Jotaro's mother also has a stand, but she can't control it, and it's slowly but surely sucking the life out of her, so they embark on a journey to go kill Dio so that they can release her from the stand and I don't know if they'll get rid of all the stands or, or what have you. I, I'm not entirely sure. And certain details have, I have forgotten along the way, but along this journey, they also meet Kakuyan who was going to Jotaro's school. And he's one of the first people that Dio sent after the Joe stars as a theme will progress throughout this season that uh, Dio is constantly sending stand users to attack the Joe Stars. Some will end up as friends. Some will stay enemies. It, you know, kind of whatever the writer and possibly his editing staff decided on uh, <laughs> as Araki was writing this story, this arc of the 
JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Right. So they calculate in, and they get on a plane, and then they find another stand user this time is pulling her off, and he decides to join them for you know, reasons. <laughs> it's, a, it's a constant trend. They they fight somebody, they either kill them or they join them or they get away and they fight again later and uh, Dio well, has this old old witch who's kind of pulling strings here and there and she sends all these other stand users out to fight them and there's, there's all kinds of crazy things and any weird thing that possibly happens you you always know it's somebody's stand messing up with it it's it's always it's it's really repetitive <laughs> well let's also not let's also not leave out the part of every time that they try to get on a a, a, a mode of transportation it seems like oh, yeah. it's destroyed or they have to take something else they can't take a plane they can't take a boat the boat was actually a, a stand the, <laughs> the freighter was a stand and the stand belonged to an orangutan, and the orangutan smoked and read porn, and wanted to rape the little girl. Yeah. Yep. 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 We didn't. We we didn't forget about that part. Nope. And and she wanted to rape JoJo. You know. Yeah. You know, yeah. And shows up and decides to tag along as a tag along kid does, and. uh sticks around probably longer than necessary and, and thankfully she eventually left oh god and uh gosh there's just so many bizarre things that happen that's why, it's called, that's why it's called jojo's bizarre adventure like beyond bizarre it's just gross sometimes it's just yeah. really, really gross there's a lot of poop stuff and fart stuff and ah, gosh, this show can get really, really gross. By the way, I swear to God, somebody <laughs> look at toilet. Why don't you? Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> By the way, like I feel like <laughs> I feel like the guy, whoever did episode three of the Egyptian Ark was either high or drunk at the time when he did the episode. Well, I mean, it's always the same writer, but well, he has it. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I'm sitting there going, like, this episode is, like, all over the place, and the intro... No, I think it was the, the outro of the episode was really weird. I'm just like, what in the fuck just happened? I'm like... So they never get like they never truly get close enough to kill any of the of the Joe Star crew. And no. and it's just it was the whole episode was just hilarious. I was like, so these two stand users were useless. So you're basically telling me that we just spent an episode for no reason on these two stand users. Alright, so I guess we got six more to go. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Like I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But oh yeah, I forgot the submarine. They also yeah. can't travel by submarine. So at one point, uh, they fight Enyaba's beloved son Centerfold and his partner in crime Whole Horse, and those two 
or a uh, rather crafty duo. One kind of hides in reflections, and then whole horse is just you know, like a good shot. <laughs> so they manage to kill Abdul, or at least that's what it seems to be like. And uh, I've seen it theorized that this actually they did intend to kill Abdul, and then somebody on the editing staff was like, ah, Abdul's kind of popular. Can you bring him back? <laughs> this isn't Dragon Ball. I can't just wish him back to life. Oh, wait, yeah. but there was a genie. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yep. There was a genie, but he didn't wish people back to life. He just... Uh, Brought a zombie version. Monkey's paw. <laughs> oh, man. Polarath. He just he just wanted his, his lovely sister back, and he gets a zombie version, because... Why it's not? It's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and why not? Yeah, exactly. By the way, Abdul was apparently alive this whole time, and uh, I mean, the show is a running hit that they always pick on Polnareff, but holy shit, they didn't tell Polnareff because he's a blabbermouth, that's their reasoning, why yeah. they just let this man believe that he let his, a dear friend die? Yeah. That's... Fucked up. That's <laughs> awful. It's fucked up, is what it These is. These guys are all awful to Polnareff. This show... Is awful to Polnareff. That is. Polnareff's kind of a dick anyway. <laughs> I so. guess they don't like French people. <laughs> Did you notice that? Nah. Uh, 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 they don't like French people. Don't um, like French people. Speaking of racism. <laughs> they don't like French people. Um, but yeah. You didn't think about that, did you? <laughs> yeah, the things that happen to Polnareff. Like, I love the that one guy, like, he straight up pretty much kills, and then his stand is like a curse that can enact after death, and it's like a little puppet. Yeah. <laughs> like a creepy doll. A creepy doll voiced by Spike Spencer, and he's like, man, it's really elaborate. It's a creepy doll, and he decides to, like, mess up some things, break some glass, break some bottles of booze, and set the room on fire, and pin pulling the raft down. I was like, jeez! <laughs> he really wants him dead. You know what, and, and what kills me about the whole JoJo's Bizarre Adventure thing is Dragon Ball Super, Dragon Ball Z, some of these other shows, they give you a reason about how okay, this is how they restored themselves, this is how you know, there's no wounds on them and whatnot. These these people, including Pulmerath have been hurt so many fucking times in so many different oh, ways. Yeah. And There's I'm like massive blood loss. Yeah, and, and I'm like they're they're fine. Yeah, I'm like, like what what where's the where's the, the scar? <laughs> like where, I, I'm like where's where's that where, where, do they even still have any blood? Like what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it's it's just beefy character shown in anime logic, but like it's 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 ridiculous. They like that one time when the stand turned into Polnareff's mouthpiece on his scuba gear and it just like tore through him, but at, afterwards it's like, no, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's like, how can you be fine? That was so much blood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is uh, show, man. It's oh yeah. It's uh, it it's... is something. It is 
It is. It's whatever it is. <laughs> it is like even back in the what's it when Jotaro gets stabbed by the pen from Kakyoin, it's like so much blood loss. Yeah. Oh, what? and then he like falls down the stairs because of it. Oh no, he's Man. fine. He's fine. He's fine. But that uh, that other student, that the nurse, just stuck the eye. Oh boy. Not not so good. All of wait, the bad wait. guys die horrible, horrible deaths. I got a better one for you. I got a better one for you, Sketch. How about the baby and the stand, and then oh. what? What's his name does at the end of that episode to the baby? Oh boy. Oh. I was just like that. I'm like, I, okay. Well, I guess the baby's technically an adult, in a baby's body, pretty much. But wow, that is fucked it's the up. Boss baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy, this uh, this show is also not kind to animals or babies. <laughs> no, not at all. No. <laughs> yes, animals have been injured in the filming of this series. <laughs> Oh, God. Animals have been injured in the drawing of this series. <laughs> that dog got, Just... like, really fucked up. Oh, boy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... It's a ridiculous show. You just kind of have to... Suspend your disbelief. <laughs> yeah, That's so... It's a fun ride, but... I, I think possibly one of the most satisfying things thus far was when Dan of Steel got what was coming to him. Which one was that? I gotta remember. That, that was when uh, Dan of Steel he sends the lovers into who into uh, jo- Joseph? Yeah, into Joseph and the others are trying to help him but Jotaro has just gotta hang out with Dan as Dan continues to do awful, awful things. To oh yeah, yeah, just I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just to be a dick. So at the end there. He yeah, he's got that. Stuff. He's got that little creature that that he put into uh, the older. Into yeah. yeah, and then you know he's got to use his. He somehow uses his stand to get it out. And then they actually are able to kill that Stan and in the process kill him. It was kind of funny. I, I, I enjoyed that episode too. Yeah, you know, the, the thing is, whatever you do to somebody's Stan happens to their physical being, so... Yep. <laughs> when Jotaro decided to totally wreck up that one Stan's face, <laughs> and then Ooh. Polar was like... Ooh, I want to see if she was actually hot. Oh. Oh, don't look. Don't yeah, I love that. <laughs> he's like, that one he's guy, like, don't come over here. <laughs> that one guy that all that was left was his penis. <laughs> oh. Or was it yeah. his balls? Ah, let's, just, let's not go even go there. <laughs> Some private part was all that was left. The rest of the body was absolutely trashed. Oh, yeah. So... And then all those people with all those holes. Oof. Yeah, she... <laughs> so fucked up. It's just like, oh, I just killed the whole town. Yeah. It's very, very thorough. It's like, never trust anybody. 
everyone's a stand user. All the bad things that happen are stands. It's it's repetitive, though. It is creative. Like the the sun thing. I mean, really? Wow. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Didn't expect up too. to have to fight the sun. <laughs> Unleash the power of the sun. <laughs> and the little creature that was growing on Joseph the. Yeah, Hamon didn't work on that. Like, there's just... There's too much to name. Honestly, probably should have recapped this episode to episode because so much happens in any given episode for the most part. But... It's too long of a series. Yeah. It, it is it what is. it is. So Can't, uh... Can't go against the rules. It is what it is. So... Well, I mean, technically it's a finite series, but... <laughs> Nobody needs to know about that. We don't, we're not we're not doing weekly recaps of anything right now. So just yeah, <laughs> but yeah. It's uh, it's been quite the bizarre adventure so exactly. far. And uh, now Iggy's joined the cast, and uh, he's delightfully quirky, right? You know, he wants to rip out people's hair and then fart in their faces. Ugh. Yeah, that's. That's great. You can already tell that Iggy and Paul and Raph are going to be such good friends. <laughs> oh, no, that's just their hate of uh, French people coming up again. Wee oui, wee, oui, let's fart on you and we on you. Um... <laughs> uh, yeah. See, so, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so, yeah, I think JoJo is starting to heat up. I'm liking the series. I didn't like the... Uh, I, I have to admit, I didn't like the the first part of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, I do like Stardust Crusaders. I think it's a really good series. Um, so, I will continue watching that to the end. Um, That's good. But, yeah. Um, I guess uh, that is we it got some. So. We, we do have some uh, thoughts from the listeners. Oh, do so. we? Yeah, I mean, they actually yeah. said something? Holy. <laughs> I know. Crazy, right? Yeah. So, let's see here. What was a long one? So, Blatch Zero wrote in this uh, Toonami talk back. Stardust Crusaders has been more about the enemy stand users and how crazy their powers are than any meaningful plotting nor character development, except for Paul Nareff. At least the first half was so entertaining that I was never really complained. My personal favorite villains from the first half were Dan of Steel, just for being so reprehensible, even if it was actually less of a monster than I was expecting, and Soul Sacrifice. I'm probably rewatching those episodes first whenever I get the Blu-rays. Mm, yes. And... Uh... Additional talk back. Chandler Ingram says, Epic as hell. I love how much of a throwback it is. Classic stuff along with Fist of the North Star man-man stuff. I like it. Oh, man's man. Man-man stuff. Ham-ham stuff. Oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> D. Heron writes in, Highlights. We finally got stands on Toonami. Plus lots of cool, creepy, silly stuff. And of course, Polnareff being made fun of by the others at every turn. Avdol's death was brutal, but thankfully he was only faking. Finally, walk like an Egyptian. Yeah. 
I have grown a greater appreciation for Walk Like an Egyptian ever since the that uh, was used as the ending. I always like how it's just like it perfectly transitions to the ending. It's great. Uh, Happy Kuro Kitty writes in, Polnareff is why we can't have nice things. Never leave him alone under any circumstances. <laughs> this is This is true. And Brian writes in, Starting to think it's more Polnareff's bizarre adventure. He's been a riot. <laughs> One of my favorite dickish Polnareff things. When they're talking to Anne and, and Joseph says, Now, try to break it to Anne nicely. That she can stay with us if she doesn't have any money. And Polnareff's all like, You must be dirt poor! <laughs> So mean. Ah, Polnareff, he's such an asshole. <laughs> yes, he is. But the world is an asshole to Polnareff. <laughs> they they don't like French people. I'm telling you. They 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 don't. They do not. But he's a genius in France. <laughs> Probably not. Let's let's not go there. No. no. <laughs> I just had to make the reference to the Weird Al song. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're uh, slightly more than halfway through the entirety of Stardust Crusaders, and I believe Viz is probably in the process of dubbing the next part, but we may have another break between whatever. We'll, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be a short break. Um, we'll have to see. But, yeah, I know that they, they're very happy with JoJo on Toonami, so I'm sure that will continue. I'm sure that will continue. Yes. Despite those being like, oh, JoJo doesn't do very well. Well, they seem to think so. So they're going to keep at it. And bless their hearts for doing so. Once again, don't worry about the ratings. They're fine. Yeah. I don't think if any time that you didn't need to worry about the ratings, it's this time. Because guess what, Toonami's doing really good, and they're making a lot of money ad revenue wise. So it ain't going nowhere, at least here in America. Sorry, Asia. <laughs> but ah, uh, uh, yeah. So <laughs> once again, someone has sent us an email thinking that we're Toonami. Hmm. Funny, funny that. Ah, uh, where is that email? I got here somewhere. Uh, there it is. Steppy Gaming wrote in. So are you shutting down in one place and not the U.S.? Of course, I watched the whole anime on there when I was about 10 years old, and now I'm 23 years old, and I still watch anime. Thanks, this is a friendly reminder. Uh, We're not Toonami, but... Tsunami in the U.S. is not shutting down. Tsunami in Asia is, as we mentioned previously, in the podcast. And we are sad to see it go and uh, have uh, nothing but hope for those involved with Tsunami Asia because they're cool people. And we like them. Yes, we do. So... Uh, by the way, I'll probably put up the re-put up the uh, Toonami Asia interview that we did years and years ago. 
Uh, I'll put that up so that people can hear it. Uh, it was a great interview. Uh, it was great to get to hear from uh, fans of Toonami that created a whole new version of Toonami over in Asia. So uh, I'll be sure to put that up so you guys can hear that again. Um, yeah, I think they'll be just fine. I'm sure that they have jobs still, but, you know, it, it does suck. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of jobs over at Turner Asia. I'm, I'm not worried about them having nothing to fall back on, but yes, yeah, I mean, it's just the way it goes. <laughs> oh, hey, Paul, I don't think you've been on since, uh, oh. it was the Lupin episode. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, you weren't on the Lupin episode, but, um, have, have we talked, have we talked about Reboot? Uh, let's not talk about reboot. <laughs> well, okay. Boy, that, so... that boy, that interview that uh, that that Tsunami Faithful did a long time ago with the Rainmaker Studios guy. Yeah. If only we knew. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be. I feel like he dropped some some definite hints in there, saying like it's gonna be a completely new version, so it's yeah. gonna be focused on the kids. But and yet. I definitely didn't expect that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very. Uh, I, I guess like the trailer has got me interested in the show, but it's definitely not the reboot that I want. Um, I, I guess silly. Uh, <laughs> we need a reboot, reboot, <laughs> because apparently they thought reboot should be a reboot of Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad <laughs> or Code Lyoko, and not actually reboot though there is apparently i think there is a live action Kolioko or a live action cgi hybrid Kolioko. Mm-hmm. i don't know people are saying that they feel like the animation in this reboot trailer looked bad I, I feel like it was not great but not like the worst i've ever seen so no that that aspect may not be terrible but the live action stuff they're just trying to recreate Power Rangers. It's fine. Just let just let them let let not Netflix and and uh, well, it's supposed to be mainframe, but who is it again? I can't remember. Rainmaker. Let Rainmaker. let them let them kill each other off. It's fine. <laughs> I, I guess so. Oh, this has been interesting developments with Power Rangers lately. Apparently, Saban. Well, no, not not Saban. Uh, Bandai. Bandai of America is going to uh, give up. Power Rangers in the not quite yet, but soon, and it's going to be passed to Hasbro. I don't know what Bandai is even going to have at that point because they don't do Ben 10 anymore. Playmates does that, and uh, Power Rangers was like their biggest thing. So I kind of wonder if Bandai Toys of America is just going to phase out and maybe just become a specialty company to bring over Bandai of Japan figurines because those <laughs> actually I've seen in Toys R Us those like fancy Bandai figures of stuff like Dragon Ball and One Piece are actually at Toys R Us in their fan section ah uh, Toys R Us might be shutting down entirely no it is shutting down entirely oh uh-huh. it is that's why I didn't want you to bring it up because I'm gonna cry. No, I'm, I'm good. Sorry. 
you know, real quick, like you less the last couple of years that I've gone into Toys R Us on occasion, it just feels like a ghost town. Yeah. It feels like it doesn't feel like the biggest toy store in the world. It it feels like an outlet mall toy store. <laughs> it's just even though it's probably clean in there, it just feels dirty. <laughs> well, it's the problem that happened with Toys R Us, and again, we are the Toonami Faithful podcast, so we can't, we're not really supposed to be talking about this, but I guess this is something that kind of relates, because if I remember correctly, most a lot of the Gundam stuff showed up in Toys R Us at one time, right? Oh yeah, Gundam. Yeah. Like, ev- everything of Toonami that had a toy is relevant to Toys R Us. So, mind. Toys R Us, basically, what ended up happening with Toys R Us and this is how you can quickly kill your business. They really didn't have an online uh, an online presence, which I always thought Toys R Us was going to get hurt by. What are but you talking about? They had a website and you could They buy had a website, but they they kind of got late in the game on doing that and they never really it never felt like they really promoted it. It never felt like they put a focus in on, "Hey, if you can't find the toy in our store, go to the website." kind of deal um and then there's always that's true and then there's always the the problem with <laughs> you can go to walmart or target and get it substantially less than the price that toys r us is charging and mm, you know that was often the case i mean i could have gone like when my kid was into the ninja turtle figures i could find all of that stuff at walmart and target they had you know they still to this day have everything um and there again i mean I hate to say it, but it's the same thing with uh, action cartoon shows. Figures are not big anymore. Action no, figures are not big anymore. Not. I mean, you are girls still into Barbies and everything? Yeah, that that still hasn't changed. But for for boys, they're not into. I mean, you put a you you put a tablet in their hand, and now that's all it is about these days. You know, it sucks. It is what it mm-hmm. is. But you know, yeah. And you know, Toys R Us didn't just didn't see that. They didn't. They just didn't react the way that they should have. And had they done it, they would have probably been okay. But hey, you can't well, stop Walmart tried. and Amazon. <laughs> they tried with all of uh, dedicating a certain amount of space to electronics, like tablets and all of that. You know what? They, you know what kind of what kind of kills me here, Sketch? Sears. And Kmart, for example, have been saying for the longest time they're going out of business. They're going out of business. And a lot of the stores have closed. Yeah, there isn't a Kmart around here anymore. <laughs> but here, here's the... Yeah, there's no Kmart here in Rochester anymore either. Uh, but here's the thing that kills me about that. Um, Sears is still around. And some Kmarts, too. Uh, Toys R Us, after having a really bad year, just completely closes. Like, that tells you something. That tells you something right now. Yeah, they, uh, apparently uh, also did some questionable investments or something. I don't know. You can read up on it, but yeah. uh, there there are reasons why they are so far into debt. <laughs> and their CEOs are like, people will regret not supporting Toys R Us. It's like, no, no, I won't. 
No, yeah, no, no. But no, maybe maybe if you had a better store, people would buy things. Yeah, it's it's really telling that the fact that Toys R Us started dedicating a decent amount of space to like adult specialty toys, and I, I don't mean sexy things. I mean just like collectibles. <laughs> collectibles in their fan section, which, by the way, is where all the Dragon Ball Super toys went. Right. <laughs> so I guess uh, that was probably the nail in the coffin for Toei in that 8 p.m. time slot. <laughs> but, yeah, they, they were really focusing on high-end toys and... Obviously, they still had tons of toys for kids, but it didn't matter. No. It's just, it's sad, you know, it's, it, it went the way of video rental stores and syndicated cartoons. It's, you know, thing things come to an end. All good things come to an end eventually. I mean, I was sad when I was sad when Toy Works left because I really loved Toy Works back in the day. Uh, KB obviously bought Toy Works, and then they died as well, and that kind of killed me too. But mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's this is gonna be it's there's gonna be no toy stores anymore. It's pretty much you go to Walmart or Target, or you just hope that Amazon gives you the right thing when you order it. You know, like well, you know, actually, Target too. There, are, there are a decent amount of mom and pa toy shops around still. That I have uh, nothing like that in Rochester whatsoever. Nothing. Really, nothing. None. There was we had, um, we had, what was it? So there was Child World at one point, but that that died off around the time in my younger years when I was like, you know, five or six, it died Uh off around then. Um, there was Toys R Us. Um, so Toys R Us. Um, what else? I'm trying to think here. Toys R Us, uh, KB toys, toy works. I love toy works. Toy works had so much better stuff than Toys R Us in my view. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just, it just died. Like, you know, all these toy stores have died. Uh, kind of like the, all the rental stores. Though, Blockbuster is still alive in, in Alaska. And, uh. um, what was the other thing? Blockbuster is still alive in Alaska. And you still have uh, a video company called um, Family Video. Have you, ever, have you ever heard of that? I think I may have. Look it up. It's, 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 it's the only rental big rental place uh, that's still around they very rarely uh, they don't build a lot of stores but they do build and um, yeah they it there's no toy stores there's no major toy stores I mean you can't call Walmart a major toy store I'm sorry can't call Target can't call Target a major toy store I'm sorry it is what it is um, so, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a really sad day to see that happen too. I mean, it's sad I to see. I wonder if maybe the toy section in those stores might expand with this, but I get the feeling that's not the case. It's probably um, just going to stay about the same. No, I think it'll stay about the same with how figures have been, you know, dying off with, uh, 
mm-hmm. with males. I mean, I, honestly, you put it, you put a tablet in somebody's hand now, and that's it. You're done. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, that's what every parent does now. Hey, oh look, I got a kid here. Here's a tablet. Um, it's sad, but it is what it is, you know. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a definitely it's a sad time to be alive, TV wise, but. Uh, you know, with with shows like Voltron and that, I'm I'm still hopeful that we'll get to see some good shows show up. Here, little Billy, watch Voltron on your new tablet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. See, I think that's where that's kind of where Toys R Us kind of lost too. If they would have done a lot more electronic stuff like tablets and everything, um, and expanded their video video uh, game selection, they would have done a lot better in my view. But I don't know about your town, but the Toys R Us around here did have plenty of space for computers and tablets and video games. Oh, they they all they had was like just this, um, just this one space in the store, and it was not even, it wasn't even like a quarter of the store. It was just like maybe uh, half of a quarter. Their and... video game section was probably about as big as the video game section at Best Buy. So. Which is pretty substantial, honestly. Yeah. So, you know, I I think the moral of the story is is y'all better uh, y'all better cling on to tsunami while you have it because you never know <laughs> you never fucking know if it's gonna be gone because you know I mean I I kind of when this week when they were like like where's the super promo i was kind of like oh fuck don't tell me they're closing too i'm like please tell me that's not even an option right now please no no sometimes they get the tapes late you know and that's you know i'm just i'm happy that tsunami has survived I, i hope it continues to survive past 2021 mind you and you know we'll just go from there because you know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta love what we get because we did live in a, we did live in a time sketch, a really good time of toys, of rental vid, video rental stores, of. I know we're 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 like acting, and <laughs> this podcast has turned into like the thirty year old <laughs> nostalgia podcast. <laughs> like, well, Jesus. this has always been the thirty year old. That's true. Podcast. <laughs> That's true, but I mean, like right now, it feels even more so than that. You know, I just, uh-huh. I just, you know, I, I just, I, I miss all that. You know what I mean? Like I miss being able to be, being able to just be a kid and it just doesn't feel like that anymore. It just feels like blah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're just, kids just don't get, they don't get the shows that they should be getting. And that's just a travesty to me. Uh, don't understand. Yep. And the saddest thing about it is the kids don't even know what they're missing. No. And when they finally And when they find when they finally do find that Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, they go, Oh, I want more of it and I'm like, It's gonna be hard. (laughs) It's gonna be hard to find it, but you'll be able to find it eventually. So (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. Oh, do we do we you know, we we really should get out of here, but real quick, uh, fuck you, heater. Um, <laughs> has it kicked on for you a few times too? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, anyways, have we talked about Zoids? Uh, no, we haven't. 
Guess what? This is this is not a Zoids for Tsunami. I'm sorry, it's not. Oh no, this it's a, a kids Zoid version. For Disney XD. It, no, this is definitely a kids version, but I'm sorry, I want my Zoids it's... on Tsunami. I'm, I'm, I I don't fucking care if it's for the two year old that lives across the street. Like, give me the fucking Zoids now. <laughs> oh no, no, let's not let's not do that. But I mean, but, but I want my Lego Zero. Somebody can. Uh get the old zoid shows and oh i i've been i've been waiting yeah. for discotech to like get off their asses and get that they yeah, still haven't on, even discotech. they still haven't even gotten the fucking rights to uh the english version of uh ronin warriors like get off your asses if you can't get the english rights to it guess what redub it you know, all Jesus. these uh, tsunami legacy shows that discotech seems to be grabbing onto they should have like a whole line of tsunami legacy dvds <laughs> well i mean discotech has been becoming a little bit smarter about tsunami so maybe maybe we'll see some more discotech stuff too um i'm just looking forward to i'm looking forward to this year i mean i'm hoping that we get some sword art online series i hope we get attack on titan season three um which i don't see why we wouldn't um nah, i'm sure that's coming yeah um there's a certain show i hope shows up on tsunami again which i'm not going to talk about and then um eh, fuck it zoids um <laughs> well there's that uh new new series of lupon and the new tokyo ghoul coming out this spring. yeah i think tokyo ghoul has a good chance of showing up on tsunami i i tokyo ghoul is probably gonna replace gundam uh, well you know that that is that actually might be true you you I, you, you know, I, I hate I, to I, say I've that said, i've said this various places i don't know if i've said it on this podcast per se but i i don't have a problem with that if it's if it's the brand new season and they yeah. get the broadcast up, fine. Put it on. Put it, it on. It, it retroactively makes playing the previous seasons <laughs> worthwhile. Fun, Funimation now doesn't need another doesn't need another My Hero Academia. Just just give us Tokyo Ghoul. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, because we ain't never get My Hero Academia at this rate. <laughs> you know, you know, I, I I'm gonna, you know, I. I Real I quick. held out a little hope until they said, oh, season two is coming to Hulu soon. No! You know, I, I hate to say this, but, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Toonami somehow wrangles the rights to put it on TV. I wouldn't be surprised if that Pretty happens. I'm sure they will eventually. Oh, it's yeah. Just, it's just, I don't I don't even know what to think when people like, dear Colleen Klinkover is like, oh, they should get in on Toonami. It's like, yeah, they should. Uh, who do you have to talk to to make that happen? Yeah, and, and by the way, by the way, that is a good segue to, to, to end this podcast because Sketch was finally able to do something that we've been trying to do for years at this point. Uh, we got an interview with Colleen Clickenbeard, um, and uh, it's a short interview, but it is an interview nonetheless, and it, it went really well. It's short, but it's meaty. Yes. And Sketch was smiling ear to ear. Uh, it was very interesting to edit that podcast, mind you, too. Um, <laughs> but I was able... To, I think I came out with a good version of it. I, I don't know, but I tinkered with it for weeks, and it 
I believe it's it's a good version of it. Um, you, if you want to listen to that one right now, um, you're gonna have to go to you're gonna have to get our uh, Patreon reward, which is the Tsunami Faithful podcast. Uh, Tsunami Faithful Pass. You too can have the Tsunami Faithful Pass. It is uh, five dollars. Five dollars a month. <laughs> I didn't know I had an announcer tonight. Um, you always have an announcer, Paul. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> so, what else you you get is you get the the Paul and Darrell show. Um, do you like the Paul and Darrell show sketch? I liked the episode that I heard of it. Yes. Okay. Good. Uh, we have we're gonna put bloopers up there as well. Uh, whenever I decide to finally do a vlog, which hopefully now that it's kind of slow, I can do one or two. Uh, kind of want to talk about Tsunami Asia a little bit and some other stuff, so maybe I'll put something up there. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll put some other stuff there as well. Uh, sketch, we, we may just put put the episodes that you never heard up there first, and you can hear them there first. Um, basically, this is what you guys, you hardcore people that have been following us for years have been asking for. Um, so that's why we're doing it. Um, I'm hoping that more of you will join up and get the Tsunami Faithful Pass. Again, this is the way to help us generate a method to do more cons, to produce more content, and to pay for the site and the podcast. Um, it doesn't go anywhere. Sketch can attend to that. It doesn't go to some kind of beer fund for Darrell. I know we joke about that, but seriously, it does not go to anybody's pocket sketch if he wants to if he ever wants to log in actually i think i've let you log in there before too um he can see that he knows that i don't use the money for frivolous things so i don't know what else i have to say here it's it goes to the website it goes to the podcast so you know help us out do what you can and uh please those of you that do have it spread the word and tell other people because you know, we want more people uh, joining up as well. And the more people that join up, hey, we'll do more content too. You know, maybe Sketch will just do a video and put it up there. Who knows? Just randomly. Just like when he's pissed. And you don't want you don't want to see Sketch pissed. He might, he might like blow up the world. It's a little dicey. Um. <laughs> right, Sketch? No? Right. <laughs> You're very quiet. I don't, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> uh, Duelist calls that the quiet anger. Ah, okay. So we might as well get out of here then. Um, just a reminder, you can email us, uh, podcast at tsunamifaithful.com, for anything podcast-related. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash tsunamifaithfulpodcast. Um, uh, you know, at this point, I may just change the Tsunami Faithful Podcast Network to or just our official Tsunami Faithful Podcast page. Uh, it doesn't look like the show rundown guys aren't using it so um i oh, might as well they're still recording they are but they don't they don't post any of their stuff on there anymore so uh, so i mean i booked them about that yeah they, they, they're not even putting it on the facebook page either i was kind of surprised about that um but yeah i mean uh our twitter page is at tsunami podcast and um yeah that's that's pretty much it uh, sketch they can find you where? 
Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984, and you can ask me silly questions at CuriousCat.me backslash Sketch1984. And Paul, where can they find you? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Biscrillo. You can ask me questions at Ask.fm slash Paul Biscrillo. You can uh, Discord me. You can, on our Discord uh, little community on Discord, uh, just at Paul Biscrillo if you're on there. Um, we'll probably put out some more invitations if you guys haven't been on there. You can join other Toonami faithful. There's over 100 people there already uh, talking about Toonami and whatnot. Uh, and it seems to be doing well. Um, I haven't actually seen too many people arguing with each other, which is good. So, um, yeah, you guys should join up on our Discord. Just look for that on our social media pages, uh, at Toonami News, uh, Facebook.com slash Toonami Faithful Official, uh, even on Tumblr, uh, Toonami Faithful Official.tumblr.com. Uh, yeah, we do have a Tumblr. Uh, by the way, I actually looked at that sketch. We actually have over 9,000 people on there now. Um, what? I know. 9,000. There's no way that could be right. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, and uh, you can email me. It's paulbiscrillo at tsunamifaithful.com, and, you know, I will try to respond to your emails as well. Um, so, yeah, that's it for this week's Tsunami Faithful podcast. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. And, uh, yeah, please do contribute as much as you can because the more money we have, the more things we can do, and the more content we can, of course, bring you. So that is it for this week's Tsunami Faithful podcast. Peace. We're out.